Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my number one, Frank Ramblings. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing pretty well, buddy. How are you? I mean, Captain. I'm, I mean, you can you can refer to me as "Hey, buddy." We're 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 a comfortable kind of we're a comfortable kind of ship. The captain gives hugs. It's fine. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he sure. makes he dinner and gives names. hugs. Like we're all good here. That's the kind of ship we are. I mean, I give hugs. I guess if I'm the captain in this scenario. Sure. Anywho, how are you today? I'm doing well. It's good to see your face. It's good to see your face too, Frank. And it's good to see all the faces of all the people listening to this right now. That's right. We can see all of you. I can see you. <laughs> Jonathan, turn around. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> nice. I hope one person is named Jonathan and got a kick out of that. That's all I yeah. hope for. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Anyway, we are here to discuss what we're drinking and... Uh, Star Trek Strange New World Season 2, Frank, wrapped recently, and that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we do that, we're going to talk about what we are drinking, and what are you drinking, my friend? I'm drinking a beer from one of my favorite breweries, Rising Tide, uh, from Portland, Maine, and this is their uh, Ishmael Copper Ale. Ooh, that felt copper appropriate. Ale. Ooh. Copper Ale, yes. Um, and that felt appropriate uh, because uh, Ishmael and... Uh, uh, the uh, call me Ishmael and uh, the whale and the white whale and Star Trek and Wrath of Khan. It's kind of a roundabout. It's not really a good connection. I, at I all. knew you were going with Wrath of Khan. I was going to make that. I was going to go make that connection myself. I thought that's what you were going. Or yeah. Star Trek the whale movie. You could have also. Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay, there's a couple. Okay. There's a couple of whale tales. Uh. There's a couple of whale tails in there. Whale tails. Yeah. Well, whale's tail is a pale ale uh, That's true. made by ooh, Cisco. Not, Cisco. Yeah. yeah. Cisco. <laughs> I was like, not Narragansett. The other one. I know um, what's happening. Yeah. Um, I. So that's a whole other one. Um, I, I think I'm. No, it's Joseph. Never mind. Uh, for, uh, for a second, I thought that Dr. Mbenga's first name was Ishmael. And I was like, that would have been great if it was true, but it's not. That'd be it's, it's cool. Joseph. It's not. Yeah. So it's, it's anyway. It's Yosef. Moby Dick, uh, Wrath of Khan, loose connection. Anyway. Anyway. Rising Tide, Ishmael, Copper Ale. I love it. It's great. It's uh, it's technically, I think, an amber ale, but they call it copper. I was going to say, what is a copper ale? Yeah, it's not a thing. Um, but it's uh, it is uh, their version of uh, their version of an, of an amber, amber ale. ale. 
They yeah, saw the color wasn't quite right, and so they were like, like yeah, 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 amber, it is more copper. Yeah, it is more yeah. copper than amber, yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. I uh, Got to save an amber ale for whenever we talk about the Jurassic Park 30th anniversary re-release. Yes, what a good idea. Amber. What a good idea. There it's actually go. also, um, I think it's Narragansett Brewery puts out a fossil fuel IPA. Nice. Um, and it's, you know, obviously dinosaur fossils on Dino. the front. And so you could also drink that. Like, either one would be. Love that. Either one yeah, would be yeah. appropriate for that conversation that we should definitely do. What a good idea, Frank. Yeah, um, it just occurred to me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Look to the future. Anyway, uh-huh. uh, Frank, I'm drinking uh, Jameson Orange Whiskey. Um, oh, yeah. Because I quite literally grabbed the closest thing to me for this episode because I, I rushed in in a panic. Um, and you know what they say, you keep your friends close and your orange whiskey closer. And interesting you say that because I'm drinking this orange whiskey out of a friend's mug. <laughs> uh, because, you are. Because it was literally the closest thing to me. It was The only clean. vessel you had. Hey, you know what? This is, uh, this is a safe place to geek out and drink your whiskey. So I wish that Jameson, well, no offense to the, to the Irish, but I wish it was a Scottish product because then I would be able to more closely relate it to Star Trek Season 2. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So okay, I was like, yes. I was getting there, but I just couldn't make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyway, so Frank, we're here to talk about the second season of Star Trek Strange New Worlds Season 2. I have a, a very important question for you. Do they go to enough Strange New Worlds in Strange New Worlds? <laughs> um, Probably not by in strict terms, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I feel like I, most of it is like, this is a world we know and recognize with aliens we already know. Right. You know, but it's cool because that's like they're not doing a five-year mission out in space. They're doing right. regular Enterprise stuff or regular Star Trek Yeah. Stuff. I mean, it's very character-driven, right? So, like, that's really what I care about. I care about the characters and I care about the stories. And the locales are a nice to have. Mm-hmm. And the title would suggest that they're going to lots of Strange New Worlds, but they're, they're, they're not... Really, it's more about the adventures of the crew, right? It's more of a it's a great title, but we're not right. You know, we're not new worlding very much. Let's not let's not take it too literally, right? No, 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 no. But anyway, uh, without spoilers, how was the season for you? I loved this season. I loved this season. I think I liked it better than season one. Um, I think it, you know, not needing to set up the characters and having having uh that familiarity um it was really fun and was able to like explore new relationships with some of the characters and uh able to uh uh put put different characters together in in different uh pairings uh, than than we saw in season 1 so it's mm-hmm. this fun it's it's still in a very fun phase of like it's found its footing more or less, but now it's getting to play around in the sandbox, and that's that's really a really I good agree. Cool place I think, for a show to be. I think it, you purposely all, or they're very purposely putting people together that they haven't worked together before too, and I yeah. like that. And I do very much enjoy that every character has a log, and like so, like this is uh, this is. Noonian sings, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, or it's not is, all Captain's log. It's it's across the board, right? Yeah, this is this is Spock's log, Una's log, uh, you know, or Uhura's log, and I I like that just because it's giving me 
is giving me more of the crew instead of just feeling it like it's the captain's show and everybody else is there. Yeah. Which is... That's right. I would almost arguably not fair to say about almost any Star Trek, right? Even though, like, say, original Star Trek, it is all captain's logs, like, for the most part. Um, but, you know, the crew... like obviously the crew have their own personalities and whatever, but it is, it is really Kirk that is the driving force of that show because yeah. it's mostly his logs. And then um, I say next generation, not so much only in that, like the captain's logs are like, here's your recap of what, mm-hmm. like, like here's your recap of what was happening. Audience members, these captain log, these logs are more like, here are the themes of the, this week's episode. Yeah, <laughs> like that's they're kind of right. doing it this way. They're using them differently, um, and I like that very much. I think it, it's cool. It's cool. Um, yeah, I like this season. I don't know if I liked it more or less than last season. I think there were more. There were more fun episodes, like like the laugh riotous type episodes in this yeah. season, um, yeah. which I I think those always end up being my favorite episodes of of star trek across anything because like it's almost like a given that there's going to be drama or attention so like when it's like and now a musical yes you know i just that's far more fun for me um so there's i i like that and i think but i think interplayed within many of those episodes like were like really strong dramatic pieces for each of the characters i think of like tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow that's a good one when La'an travels back to the 21st century. Like that was a that's a that was a strong episode to me. Like a, it was really good, very good. Um, and I and I so I liked the uh, I liked the not necessarily going back and forth because the first couple of episodes of the show are more on the more serious side, and it almost like lightens up after episode four. Um, yes, when we get to Spock being Spock being human. Yes, uh, for for fifty minutes, which was just extraordinary. But that anyway, was a treat. Anyway, so let's talk. Let's talk spoilers, so we can just talk around all of these things. Um, mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's start with Spock being human in that episode. Easily one of the best Star Trek episodes out there, right? Yes, one hundred. Absolutely, it was great. Just the performances, the story, the Ugh. the insight into Vulcan culture. Like, yeah, there's like yeah. there was just like a lot happening that I really appreciated. Yeah. Ethan Peck does so much. Like, he does so much as Spock. He could do less and still be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's really in it to win it, and I appreciate that. Because not that I didn't... I I liked him when we saw him first in Discovery. But obviously that he was in, like, in a kind of a different place and whatever else. So as he grows more toward the Spock that we recognize... Like, I also grow in, like, severe fondness for him. Yeah. As, you know, as as we see. Because I say he's not doing Nimoy. Like, he's not, he's not, mm. he's not doing Spock. He just is being Spock, which I really appreciate. Like, you know, like, that's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. like, he's, I mean, in, he's in a different boat than Zachary Quinto, right? You know, because Quinto right. at least was in a different universe. And interacted with himself, technically, with Leonard Nimoy. So, um, like, um, Peck has to eventually become Nimoy. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I just, I it's like a, it's much. a different, it's a different assignment. Right. And a, and a, and a difficult one. Um, yeah. He, he's grown on me a lot. I wasn't extremely crazy about his first appearance on, on discovery, but I think that, um, a lot of that was probably just me being like, uh, needing time to adjust to someone else playing an, an, yet another someone else playing Spock. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's really grown on me and I really, really appreciate him now. And, and he's had time to, you know, step into the role and really make it his own. I think that giving him uh, more of a character outside of just like, I'm the wise one, mm-hmm. you know, which obviously, you know, Leonard Nimoy did very well, but that was kind of like, the main thrust of his personhood and character. And so I like this Spock that like gets annoyed at Lieutenant Kirk for leaving crumbs like during a meeting. Like, oh, like I love OCD Spock. How great, how great was that? Mm-hmm. Because also Sam Kirk is annoying. Like Sam Kirk is, I, I find him very. I find both of the the Kirk's kind of annoying personalities. But Even Sam like Kirk, original Kirk or just this Kirk? Or just, uh, sorry, like, but both of the the Kirk brothers in this show, okay, uh, I find are annoying in their own way. Um, but uh, but uh, Sam, I find particularly rubs me the wrong way. I don't know why. I'm sorry. Um, and so I I was I laughed extra hard at that uh, because I was like, yeah, he is he is annoying. <laughs> I mean, he's supposed to be, though, right? Like, it's not... Totally. He totally is. He totally is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think that's, like, by the time you get to... By the time you get to the last episode, the um, Hemegeny one, like, he's, like, when he's, like, I chickened out the last time we went against the Gorn. I'm not going to do that again. Like, he's actually, like, coming into his own. And when he said that, I was... So, well, I was so we're in spoiler territory, right? Yes, yeah. I I was so convinced that he was going to die, and I, I was so convinced Absolutely. that he was going to die. I see. Yeah, and it is a to be continued, so I might still be right. <laughs> but but I but, mean, this but, is the same timeline. So, but so like, is Sam's alive by the time that we get to original he? series? Isn't he? I don't. I don't know. I'm. I, I honestly don't know. I'll, I'm going to use my one lookup. I don't. I don't know if Sam Kirk ever. I thought he was a new character for this show, so I don't. I don't know that. He... I didn't think so. I'm pretty sure that he's mentioned in the original show. All right. I. I. Uh, I very much I could, could be wrong. Be quite wrong. But all I'm right. Pretty I'm using sure. my one lookup. You are correct. Yes. Uh, here is a picture of him from what appears to. be be the oh my god he was played by william shatner what yeah it's shatner with a mustache oh my <laughs> gosh you send that to me i need to I need oh my to gosh yes uh okay so yeah i i'm, I'm uh, wrong about that um i just didn't uh, i haven't seen this episode of the original series there's very few that i haven't seen there's a handful i haven't seen um, and they're kind of spotted throughout the three seasons, so I never, I don't know which ones are the ones I haven't seen. You know, it's kind of hard to. Oh, just oh gosh, that's funny. Haven't okay. seen Betsy. My goodness, but you so like, but I so like he is supposed to be annoying, right? You know, like that's like when, uh, like, uh, um, I want to say uh, one of the episodes with Kirk. It might be, I think it's Lost in Translation, actually, the one where he's actually on the ship, right, shadowing, you know. Pike and everything. Um, yeah, and uh, yep. 
and Sam comes up to him and he's like, you know, I'm sorry for this. And and um, James just doesn't give him a reaction. And Sam's like, mm-hmm. OK, fine, whatever. Like, it just like, yes. goes away. Like, it's, it's great. It's just I loved it. It was it's very good. Um, wow, that is Shatner with a mustache. It's Shatner with a mustache. And, and like gray on his temples. That's all that <laughs> yes. is. All right, then. Yeah. Choices, choices, Anyway, I, choices. I, thought, I thought for sure he was going to die a hero's death um, there in Hegemony. Uh, but maybe that, maybe I was wrong. Mm. Um, or maybe that will happen in 301. Who knows? We'll maybe. I, I'm not sure of the context of the picture that you sent me, but it actually just looks like he's dead. So maybe. Uh, yeah, it does look like that from the contact yeah so maybe he, it's a remembrance i don't know i'll ask my father-in-law he'll actually know oh, he's yeah. my walking yeah, yeah, he he's my original series encyclopedia yeah so yeah. i'll i'll ask him um yeah i uh the only thing i actually talking about like whether sam dies or doesn't die or whatever like knowing that most of the characters are safe does take some of the tension away from all these things like they did that sure. is nurse chapel alive is she not alive I'm like i know she's alive She's exactly. on the original yeah. Enterprise. She has this thing, like, she and Spock have this will-they-won't-they thing for three seasons. Like, sort of. You know, it's like four episodes, but, you know, out of three seasons. But still, sure. yeah. they do. Um, and so, like, some of that, like, so, like, in the fight with the Gorn at the end, which was awesome, mm-hmm. the Zero-G fight, mm-hmm. um, was, was amazing. Um there's to me. There's no dramatic tension because I know obviously that Spock is okay. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind Nurse Chapel. I know Spock's going to live. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I can pinpoint exactly when he dies. Star when that moment. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um. It's uh. When that moment happened, when that zero gravity fight happened, I was like, "Oh, this is the big okay. Here we go. This is the big action set piece for this episode. Like, this is what this episode has been leading up to, right?" Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, yeah, it is. It, it doesn't have the same tension, but um, you know, it's more like cool to look at. It is. Well, this tension, like, how are they going to get out of it? Tension, which is okay yeah. because I mean, like, sure. that's that's the same tension that I get watching almost any. Like say superhero project because like most was just of the gonna time, say that yeah I know they're gonna live so the tension is more like how are they going to live how right? are they gonna get out of this one how are they gonna get out of this trap kitties um so and they did it in a cool freaking way um yeah it's good stuff um episodes okay so to go back to actually to the Kirk before anything how does the does the Laon Kirk romance work for you? You know, I on paper don't think it would have worked, but in practice, it actually does kind of work. They have great chemistry. Like, they have great chemistry, and I mean, you know, it's obviously more on her side than on his. And he, she really sold it. She mm-hmm. really, really sold it. And when they brought that back, when Kirk came back to the Enterprise later in the season, and she was debating whether or not to talk to him about it and all of this stuff like it was very affecting it was it was really well done and she really really sold it um and like i said on paper i don't think i would have really bought it but watching it yeah i absolutely bought it Mm -hmm. yeah i agree i i i really like it and i really like i i didn't care for his kirk when we met him last season but i know like alternate timeline fine and i didn't 
super care for his Kirk in tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Again, alternate timeline. Like he grew on me, but I was like, it was like getting there. So by the time he's like real Kirk, I guess by the time we get to Lost in Translation, I think that was the the next one that he showed up. I'm like, I'm digging it. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. I I was uh, yes. I was also not really a fan of his portrayal uh, of not even that I didn't like like him. It just that it didn't feel like Kirk. But I see now a trajectory where he's sort of growing into the Kirk that I know. Correct. And I I can see where how he's going to get from where he is now to to where you know, the Kirk that we know from the original series is. So, like, it's cool to see that already in just a handful of appearances. Um, mm-hmm. He's already sort of progressed towards that uh, that version of Kirk. Yeah, and I think it's important for all of them, just like just like um, Peck, to, like, still to not be doing a thing, right? They're, like, being who the character is supposed to be in this moment, not, like, thinking, how would William Shatner play this character in this moment, and I will try to emulate that. That's a little different. It's, it's a yeah. tricky place to be in, but you can't be doing your Shatner impersonation, right? Like that's just not. You, you need to, uh, you need to to do the character the way that you can do it convincingly. I agree. Um, and he is do, he's doing a great job of you know between the writing and his acting and, and and directing, they are gradually moving him closer and closer to being to being Kirk, and it's really really cool to watch it happen uh, in real time. Um, speaking of moving closer to characters that we know, let's talk about Ohora the season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, um, I, I dig it. Uh, the whole thing. I think she's, she's fleshing yep. out a character that wasn't given much to work with over three seasons and four movies, four movies, right? Six movies. Star Trek five. Whoa. I don't remember if Nichelle is in all of this. I don't think she's in all of them. I don't think so. Either I already used my one lookup, so I'm not gonna. But okay. but anyway, yeah. Like, well, that that was kind of one of the things with the 2009 Star Trek too, is that there's a lot of white space with her, right? There's a lot of blank mm-hmm. canvas to a lot of room to to play around with, and and you know, giving her a first name, <laughs> um, right. and uh, and and building out her character more, and like, um. Very cool that Zoe Saldana got to got to do it, and now Celia Rose Gooding gets to, gets to do it, and um, very very. It must be really really cool for them to get to play this beloved character, um, and get to add to the lore of of this character because there is so much that is up for you know interpretation or uh, uh, that hasn't been fleshed out before. So you, there's no. You know, we're talking about oh, this or that doesn't feel like Kirk, right? But there's less of that with Uhura because there's there's less to go off of. So like sure. she she can uh, she can be lots of different uh, things, right? She can only swivel in her chair so much and go, Captain. You know, yeah. so uh, I'm glad that she's she's given room to grow. And the same is actually true for Doctor Mabenga and Nurse Chapel too, because obviously Mabenga is an original series character yeah. too. Um, and Nurse Chapel is obviously, and I like their, I like their uniting, and mm-hmm. like so them in Ortega actually because they're like they're all vets of yes. the Klingon Wars. So, and I like that it's not ignoring what that was. Like that's a pretty steady um, story motif that runs through the season is the Klingon War. 
Like I thought Mbenga's episode was really strong. And, so good. Yeah. And he's a character that even though I technically know he survives, like I know next to nothing about him. And so to like really bring him to the forefront, like there's a, again, a lot of, a lot of space to play with more yeah. than a horror. Um, way more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just, that's fair. It's all, it's all good to me. Let's talk about, I'd say maybe the two best episodes of this season. One, those old scientists, which is the, um, lower decks crossover uh and then subspace rhapsody which is the musical episode uh which one do you want to talk about first let's do those old scientists first you got it so that had no right to be that good no it really didn't and i love i love both shows yep i I love both of them but like it was a tall order to cross over these shows yep um not easy to do just even the simple fact of like having an animated sequence in this live action show, you know, like Mm. things like that, that could take you out of it or feel off or whatever, like really, really worked. And the fact that the, the voice actors are like age appropriate to play their, their characters in live action and, and all of like, mm, just perfect. So many things lined up really beautifully. Um, And it was a great fun episode, a great story and, and a ton of fun to watch. I agree. I it, to your point about like their age appropriateness and even like what they look like it, mm-hmm. is, is close. Um, but I think that what I think the tallest order is that lower decks is spastic, right? It is. Yeah. It is. A, it the the it is a completely different tone from Strange New Worlds. Never mind it being animation. It's just a totally different type of show. It's a it's an animated comedy a canon animated comedy in the Star Trek universe. That's really hard to be like, okay, and now these characters will just fit into the tone of our show. There's like a lot of gumbiness going on here. That's right? a great, yeah. I mean, it's it's like, you know, Lower Decks is kind of the Lego Star Wars to Star Trek. Like, it's kind mm-hmm. of self-parody, you know, in, in, while also being, uh, you know, new stories. Like, yeah, it's like self-loving parody. Yeah. Right? And, but that's what yeah. this, the, that's what the social scientist did, though, right? It, like, gave you that love because um, Boimler loves, you know, Star Trek, which is, I think, one of the strengths of the entire show of Lower Decks yes. is that, like, he's the biggest fan of Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. And... Truthfully, I thought the one of the best parts of the episode, apart from them, was the mystery of number one of yeah Una, because she's a new character and we don't know much about her really, right? She's a new character. No, she was in. The, I mean, she, she was in the original no, pilot because she yeah. was only in that one episode. But yeah, okay, so but yeah, but again, a blank canvas, and so yes. basically, yes. and so for for. For them to play on the audience's expectation of like, oh well, she's genetically altered, and we just went through this whole trial thing, and then for Boimler to like run away from her, for then to that just like boil down Boimler down to, um, oh, he has her poster, her poster, it's yeah. just amazing, but not like a pinup poster, like uh, right. like recruitment a, like poster, a recruitment poster, like all of that just really really worked for me across the board. It was just, it's an episode I will go back and watch again, which is not something I like almost ever say about any TV show to like go back and pull out a singular episode to watch. But I will do that for this one. 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's another one that I would do that with as well from this season. And I do believe that is Subspace Rhapsody, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Yeah. Pretty, pretty solid. I liked the way the music was introduced. Like, and I liked everybody's reaction. I liked how they had to get rid of it. Like, they had to, like, part of the fun of fun Star Trek episodes is when they just, like, have to give in to the wackiness, even though they don't yes. want to. Like, like that episode, like there's an episode of TNG where they, like, get stuck in the hollow deck and they're like, we have to play through this 50s noir. Yeah. Like, because that's the only way we're going to come out on the other side and they all just have fun with it. That was basically this, and I sure I sure. loved that because it was it's a talented group, it's a talented cast, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, it was I, I didn't uh, I didn't get a chance to watch like the Ready Room or anything this season. I wasn't really doing much, um, you know, reading about, it, so I didn't know this episode was coming. Um, oh, you didn't know there was a musical episode coming? I did not know there was oh, a musical that's, episode. That's so so it was such a delight when there was suddenly music, and I was like, is this a musical episode? <laughs> it was such a great reveal for me. Um, and I'm I'm so glad that I didn't know that because it just made it that much more fun to watch. I did know, but only in, like, the barest of, like, I saw, like, like a thing where, like, oh, We've never done a musical episode of Star Trek before. We'll wonder how it goes. Like, and that was mm. all I I sure. saw of it. Didn't know any of the songs or or how or why or how it was going to go. And I I loved it. And I also really like that Kirk was a part of it. Like to mm. me, that was important because like I think a small part of it for like in canon, Kirk's like I can get on board with the Starship Enterprise. Mm-hmm. If these are the like, mm-hmm. I dig this kind of I dig this kind of <laughs> this kind of life just being in a musical and what I particularly liked is that every character like got into it or didn't get into it based on like who they are. It wasn't like, Oh, they're just singing and we're fine with it now. Like, Mm -hmm. like characters, like if everyone felt authentic to like who they were like, yeah. Like, Oh, was it Una is a fan of Gilbert and Sullivan? Was that it? Yeah. Yeah. Which data is too. Yes, I thought that, right? Because there's the HMS Pinafore thing mm-hmm. in one of the Star Trek movies. I think it's Insurrection, right? I think it's Where Insurrection, yeah. They have to sing the Pinafore to, to, like, calm them down or whatever. It's good stuff. But that's what I, like, it, like that's like a in-the-know Star Trek thing. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. it's not just music. It's Gilbert and Sullivan in this moment. Yes. Yeah. I I loved it. I, I thought that was really, I thought that was really great. Um, Somebody we haven't actually talked about yet um we have not discussed the newest um the newest engineer to the enterprise nor have we talked about the newest original cast member uh yes to come in so first let's talk about the newest member carol kane who plays pelia pelia what'd you think um good bad indifferent uh, you know, I, I I love Carol Kane. She kind of always plays the same character. Yes, kind of. Yeah. Like, so when you're casting Carol Kane, you're casting Carol Kane. Do you know what sure. I mean? Um, so, like, this was her character from Kimmy Schmidt with an accent. Like, 
Sure. You know, I think she had that like, same but, except he's an engineer. Like that's that's kind of it's the same personality yeah, in a lot of ways. Yeah, she's a little but... more hard nosed and less wack, like a little less insane. But yeah, but I... because the show is less wacky, right? right? Like that's yeah. But you're right. That is kind of the the running thing. But you know, that's I guess not what I I'm looking for. But like like you said, like you cast her, you know what you're getting exactly. So and that's fine. That's why you're there. Like I don't cast Tom Cruise and go, oh well, I expected something different than a man running across a camera in a tracking shot. That's right. You know, or yes. whatever. No, he's a good actor. Whatever. You know what I mean. But um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I agree. But we're also introduced to Montgomery Scott. Uh, in the last yeah. in the last episode, what do you think? He seems great. Like what you know, if we only saw a few minutes of him, but he seems great. He seems like a uh, again. Again, I didn't know he was coming, so I was pleasantly surprised when he popped up. And mm-hmm. uh, I love that he has history with Pelia. Um, that seems like it's going to be a fun dynamic. Uh, assuming they, that they both get to stick around and work together for a while, which I hope they do. So, um, yeah, I, I think he seems super fun. I think this show, this show is already so funny and Scotty brings so much comic relief, mm-hmm. um, that to this show that is already super funny, I, I think he's going to be, assuming he sticks around, right? Like maybe he doesn't join the the crew of the Enterprise just yet. Maybe this is a, uh, a visit and, and we'll see him again later or something, but, um, I would love him to stick around and I think, uh, I think he's great. He seems like great casting. Yeah, I I agree. I he this feels like something that is he is going to stick around. Like you know that Kirk can't stick around because we've got to fulfill Pike first. So I I know that Pike's going to be around. Where's Kirk going to be? And maybe Una's going away for a little bit. But that's like sure. I feel like he's not going to be the first officer and then become captain. Like it's it's like a captain mm-hmm. for captain thing. Um. And so, but I don't know. I either way, I'm glad we're getting a season three. I love the show. Uh, I I make sure to watch it every week instead of like, oh, I'll just get to it. And that that's high praise for a show because I can't say that about many things. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's one of my absolute like look forward to shows every week. Um, and and I just I adore it. I adore it. I love it. It's my favorite Star Trek show in years, years and years. Um, I I just, I can't say enough great things about it. I love it. Same, same, my friend. You know what else I love? When you tell the people where they can find us, if they want to find us places. Oh, well, then you're in for a treat because folks can find us at beerwithgeeks.com. Uh, find all of our back episodes, all of our old Star Trek episodes uh, and uh, and more uh, you can find links that I've thrown in the show notes from uh, our discussion uh, today. You can uh, find links to subscribe in any podcast app uh, or uh, you can rate and review us in any podcast app uh, and you can support us at patreon.com slash thought bubble audio. If you want to help us keep paying the bills to make this show and other shows that are part of the thought bubble audio network. Indeed. And we do indeed want to keep paying the bills. So, all good here, Frank. Thank you so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure. So, until next time, cheers. Cheers.